This Music Therapy Chronicles podcast episode is part of the self-care challenge for July 2022. If you'd like to get the corresponding worksheets for each day of this self-care challenge, then make sure you're on our newsletter. You can find links to that in the show notes or go to musictherapychronicles.com and put your information into the pop-up. Welcome to the self-care challenge. I'm so grateful that you're here and joining us for this challenge, which is like a mini version of what's inside the self-care community. So if you're enjoying this challenge and you want to dive deeper, get more and connect with other like-minded self-care seekers, then the self-care community is for you. Links are of course in the show notes and the self-care community is now pre-approved for 10 CMTE credits. So between July and December of this year, you can get 10 CMTE credits for being a member in the community and joining us in both the individual exercises and our monthly community calls. This six-month cycle also includes two guest expert workshops excited to be able to connect with y'all more inside. I hope you enjoy this challenge and yeah, more to come, more information later in the episode. And of course, follow the links in the show notes if you're ready to learn more about the community. You're listening to the Music Therapy Chronicles, a podcast about music therapy from a variety of perspectives. Our ambition is to inspire and connect listeners through meaningful conversations, just like a music therapy conference you can listen to anywhere. My name is Trisha Kayati. I'm your weekly host and a board-certified music therapist from the New England region. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe so you never miss an episode and consider leaving us a rating and review. We really appreciate them. You can find more podcast episodes, links to our pod courses, the self-care community, links to all of our social media, and get on our monthly newsletter all at musictherapychronicles.com. Thank you so much for choosing to listen to this show today, and you can always reach me by sending an email to hello at musictherapychronicles.com. Welcome back to the Music Therapy Chronicles. Thank you so much for being here for our self-care challenge in the month of July 2022. If you're listening to this in real time, then that means the self-care community is currently open to new members. Um, July 6th through the 19th, the doors to the community will be open. Our first community call of this six-month cycle will be on the evening of the 19th, and I cannot wait to meet you inside to connect more and to be on this self-care journey together for the next six months. So if you're enjoying this self-care challenge, then You'll definitely want to check out the community if you want to get more of this type of content to go deeper, to connect with other people. Also doing this self-care within community support type thing. Definitely check out the self-care community at the links in the show notes. 
Welcome to day six of the self-care challenge. Can you believe we are almost done working our way through the eight areas of wellness? So like I've said before, this is a mini version of what the self-care community looks like. If you've been enjoying diving into these a little bit, if you've been doing the worksheets and following along, if you want to go deeper, you want to do this in a community of like-minded people and you want more support through the process, then definitely the self-care community is for you. All right, enough of that. Today we're doing environmental wellness. So what does environmental wellness mean to you? Now, if you're like me, you probably immediately started thinking about the earth and nature and um, sustainability and all that kind of stuff. And yes, that's all really important. Kind of ties into this, but we're thinking about you and your self-care with this challenge. And so let's define emotional, or excuse me, environmental wellness for yourself. That being using the typical therapeutic definition. So the first, or I'll read through our list per usual. Safety and feeling safe. Accessible, clean air, food, and water. Cultivating a healthy work, home, etc. Space. Occupying environments that support well-being and implementing environmental systems and processes. So the first part of that is safety and feeling safe. I recognize, as with many parts of this challenge, that sometimes these things can be out of our control. For example, for a um, person currently where I live in the United States, who has a uterus and the potential to create human life, um, feeling safe in America might not be the case for you right now. Or me. I'll leave it at that. But as far as, you know, your home environment, your work environment, what ways can we foster a feeling of safety for ourselves and for others? The next part is also pretty loaded, accessible, clean air, food, and water. So I hope that you have all these things. I recognize that many people, even in developed countries, do not have these things. We're not going to dive into that right now, but um, what can we do to make sure that we and the people around us have accessible, clean air, food, and water? All right, let's get into some more actionable um, things that we can do for ourselves. Cultivating a healthy work-home environment. So this is things like making sure everyone feels welcome, you know, tie back into safety again, making sure that we have healthy communication and boundaries and um, mutual understanding. We use, what, what's the word? We use common language. You know, if I'm talking to say my partner and I'm using the language of the five love languages and I'm using these terms that he's not really recognizing and understanding what I mean by them then you know that's not really getting us anywhere <laughs> so making sure that when we're interacting with others in our environment that we're cultivating this healthy space where things are open and we can communicate well everyone is supported our needs are met whether that's um 
you know, our sensory needs or our emotional needs, things like that. Just like we create an environment for our clients, we create a space to the best of our abilities to support our clients and their well-being. That's exactly what environmental wellness is. And so doing this for ourselves, I'll take a little side note here. Sometimes that can be challenging. Um, I definitely didn't learn growing up necessarily what my needs were in an environment uh, or like that I could have needs and just couldn't have like, or not couldn't have, what am I trying to say? That I shouldn't have just like a quote normal, you know, bedroom or like household or um, what, like what it meant for me to have an environment that was set up for me and and met my needs and supported me to the best of my ability like for me that means a lot of the time having music playing and I like having um visual interest in my space I like having lots of color and you know a lot of dialogue will say well that's a lot of distractions to have music playing and to have color and exciting things and if you're trying to get work done then how could that be a supportive environment for you so Things like that, recognizing what it is that you need to set up in your environment to set yourself up for success. The next part, occupying environments that support your well-being. So if you, you know, every day you go to, we'll say Dunkin' Donuts you, and you need to do some documentation or some work at Dunkin' Donuts, but right next door is this cafe with like nice plush couches slow music playing, the environment's a little less sterile feeling, in my opinion, Dunkin' Donuts can be kind of sterile feeling. (laughs) Um, You know, either of those could be a good fit for you, but choosing the one that is truly the best fit for you. I totally painted a cafe as a better work environment than Dunkin' Donuts, but that, that doesn't have to be the case. If you like want to be sitting up straight at your little table with lots of action going around and people coming and going and you know that's your style then cool but finding those places that work best for you and your needs the last part is implementing systems and processes these are things that like um i talked about in my episode with the creative dementia collective you know laying out your clothes the night before so you don't have to think about it the next day or when you set up your kitchen putting like ingredients together potentially or maybe putting them in the places you use them you know for example i use cinnamon a lot more when i bake than when i am sauteing things on my stove So for me, my cinnamon lives with my baking ingredients and not with the other spices that are by my stove. (laughs) You know, things like that, things that work for you, setting up a system that works for you. And that could also be like, I know that I need to practice guitar more often. So instead of putting my guitar in the case every day, I leave it out so that there's less friction between me picking up the guitar and learning my repertoire or if my guitar is hanging on a wall like a beautiful piece of artwork but it's not really in a a place that's easy for me to access because I have to climb on my couch and then reach over a lamp and there's also a plant on the table that I don't want to knock over maybe for a little while just leave your guitar sitting on the couch easy for you to pick up easy to play work on your stuff and then move on same thing if you want to be reading more leaving books out for yourself instead of, you know, always tucking them away on the shelf. You want to drink more water, making sure that you have a either like a water bottle you always carry with you or different glasses and all the places you could possibly sit down that are full of water. So it's always nearby and you can always be staying hydrated. 
those are some examples of setting up your environment with systems to support you and your needs. So for this challenge, for the next couple days, think about your environment, what needs you have that maybe aren't being met, and then what systems you can set in place to help you reach your goals or just, you know, work on some things that aren't aren't serving you right now, that aren't working optimally for you. That's not to say you need to produce more or do more, but that your environment should work for you, you specifically. All right, so that's environmental wellness, safety and feeling safe, accessible to clean air, food, and water, cultivating a healthy work-home space, occupying environments that support your well-being, and implementing environmental systems and processes. I hope you enjoy this one. If you want the corresponding worksheet, then you can get that by getting on our newsletter at musictherapychronicles.com. I'll see you in two days for the second to last episode in this self-care challenge. Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode and for the self-care challenge. This episode and challenge is, of course, sponsored by our self-care community, which, as I've said, is just a deeper dive into this same type and style of content, the eight areas of wellness. We address a different area each month. This six-month cycle includes two guest expert workshops, and you can get 10 CMTE credits for joining us. So really quickly, before we end the episode, I want to tell you what this specific self care community is and what it isn't so you can get a better idea and of course you can follow the show notes or the links in the show notes to learn more so this community as the name suggests is about yourself it's about your self-care there are tons of amazing communities geared towards clinical application and resources there's a lot of that information here on the music therapy chronicles but this specific community is about you and communal support in your self-care so it is about you it's not necessarily about your clinical application work but that's not to say of course that our professional selves don't come into the self-care space. So that being said, this is self-care in community. It is not self-care that all of the burden and responsibility is put on you to complete, as sometimes self-care can feel. Within this community, we get individual exercises, but we also gather as a group once a month, sometimes with guest experts, and we do a deep dive. We don't do surface level type stuff in this community. We are talking things through. We're answering hard questions. We're supporting each other as people, as clinicians, as mothers, as friends, as caregivers, all that good stuff. So this isn't just fluffy, wishy-washy self-care. This is a real deep communal supportive space where you can focus on you. This is also not an asynchronous or six-month course. This is ongoing self-care support. So if you're part of the community, you're loving it, you want more, awesome. In six months, you can enroll to stay with us again. It's not like at the end of the six-month cycle, you're kind of on your own. There's no next, excuse me, next step for you to take. This is ongoing self-care community, ongoing self-care support where we just keep rolling with it. We keep learning. We keep going deeper. We keep connecting more. And I love that so much about the amazing group that we have made and all of you who are going to be joining us. 
All right, last thing. This self-care community is pre-approved for 10 CMTE credits. Uh, we're not approved for continuing education by any other governing body at this time, but you will get a certificate of completion um, at the end of the six months. So yeah, if you have any other questions, you can always reach out to me, hello at musictherapychronicles.com. And you can, of course, follow the links in the show notes to learn more. I really hope to see you inside the community and to meet you on July 19th for our first community call. Thank you again for being part of this challenge and listening to today's episode. The next one will be out in two days. <laughs> <laughs>